This is The Cup Republic. Stories about coffee, music, and literature in a dose of social gatherings discovering the impulsive universal scandal. Follow us in The Cup Republic. Hi guys, in this episode we're gonna talk with Mr. Bruce Kurglacier Pappas. He is an ambassador of the Cup Republic. We're gonna talk about La Pavoni Lever Espresso Machine, the Nietzsche Zero Grinder, and Facebook groups. Mr. Bruce, how are you? Hello? Hello? Hello there. Hi, Mr. Bruce. How are you how doing? Are you? Mrs. Mary Jane is there too, right? No, she's not. I'm in my office. She's downstairs. Okay. How are you today? I'm good. And you? I'm good. Welcome to La República de la Taza in Spanish, and I think it's uh, the Cup Republic or something like that. The Cup, Rep Cup, the Cup Republic sounds good. Yeah, great. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. It's a beautiful great. day in Minnesota. We've had a nice few days here, and we all live for this kind of summer here. Okay. Otherwise, the winter, winter sucks, so you got to have some nice weather. <laughs> well, I never saw the snow before in my life, so I need to go there in 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 the winter so to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're lucky. You could come and you could come and go. You could see it and then leave. you yeah. say, "Well, that's nice. Goodbye." <laughs> we don't have that choice. Yeah, we can't actually leave and go on vacation. <laughs> If you're semi-retired or retired, you can do. We we've been doing that more often. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Mr. Bruce, um, I want to introduce you uh, to my followers. Uh, this is the Spanish podcast, okay? Well, what I'm going to do is to use the same record conversation to put it included in the new, brand new uh, English podcast. But I, uh, I prefer you to explain... Um, What do you do in the social media with all the groups in Facebook? And um, explain me your love for the espresso and particularly with the Lavavoni and uh, the Nietzsche Zero. Uh, because I know you are like a kind of ambassador of Victor and to me it's an honor to have you in my podcast. Oh, well, that's kind of, uh, that probably builds me up a little bit too bigger than I am, but, uh, uh, yeah, I like, I like, uh, both of those. Are you getting any feedback here? Yeah, right there. Uh, no, not, not me. I'm getting a little feedback. Let me see if I can lower down the volume and still hear you. Okay. Because I have a microphone. I don't have a headset. Oh, okay. So, um, Let's see. It was very, I retired back in 2004. So I've been, re, I mean, 2014. So I've been retired six years. And when I retired, 
I decided uh, that I was going to learn how to make a good cup of coffee. In fact, the friend, you know, and that's, you know, and and frankly, as cheaply as I could, that was my my, my big goal because you can buy two thousand, three thousand dollar machines, and you know they you know they do everything for you, and it knocks out everything, you know, so you don't have to mm-hmm. think about anything. But I actually wanted to learn the techniques of making coffee, and um, okay. so I could have better, so I could manage the process better. And so that's why I really, I'm not a fan of automatic or semi-automatic machines. Um, I started with a cheap semi-automatic automatic machine. I realized that wasn't going to get me anywhere. And a friend of mine bought a $2,400 machine at the same time I bought an AeroPress, and <laughs> it which cost me 30 bucks. And uh, and I had a DeLonghi for a hundred bucks, and that thing just you know wasn't doing anything. And so then I happened. I just I happened upon an eBay. I don't know why I was searching. I must have seen Lapavoni on something, and you know, in some of my, uh, you know, some of my groups that I've been looking or some something I've read something somewhere. So I uh, on a lark I bought one, and I didn't know what I bought. I didn't know what generation machine it was. I didn't know what condition it was in. And when it got here, it wasn't in the best of condition, and I not I got whittled down the price a little bit on eBay. So I think I did, I spent four fifty initially for my machine, but I think I got it for three fifty, <clears throat> which was a two thousand four Pro wow. on eBay. And uh, but it needed a lot of work. It needed some work. It, 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 okay. Intermittently, it wasn't working. Didn't know why. Uh, drip tray needed to be replaced. It was all melted, and uh, seals needed to be done. It's leaking. You know all that stuff. Uh, okay. Of course, they and of course the people on eBay said, "Oh, it's like new." Well, of course, it wasn't like new. So, um, so I got this machine and then started fixing fixing things on it. So back in 2004. Probably 2015, I got that machine. So that's been five years now. And I and, so, and I tried, like, tried to look for help. And home barista is not my thing. I know a lot of okay. people like homebarista.com. It's not my thing. I it goes. I, I don't like those those kind of uh, website posting situations. I, it just drives me crazy. Um, I don't like. I never remember to go out to look, and I never know what to look for. So I I, okay. I was on Facebook because my kids, and so I just, um, you know, put a search in for Lapavoni, and about three months earlier, um, a guy in California at the time, Ian, started had started a group, and Claudio was really running it, and uh, so I joined in and started watching a bunch of stuff, and and then Claudio, I saw you struggling by himself, so I said I'll help you run that. I can do this in my sleep. Oh. So that's when I became an administrator, administrator, and you know things just kind of developed since then. Um, now, I have... but uh, Bruce, Bruce, let me ask you <clears throat> because uh, what is your background like? Do you have like a, did you have like a previous experience fixed fixing things? <laughs> uh, my father was a school teacher and a carpenter in the summer. So in the summer, uh, I learned. I grew up with two older brothers, and we would make stuff and fix stuff. And 
I was always building stuff as a kid. Built my own mini golf course. I built, you know, train set. You know, a big four by eight board. I, you know, I was always doing stuff. And then I became. I was a general contractor when I got out of college because it was more fun than working with delinquent kids. Um, and uh, and so I I I've always fixed things. I'm always fixing stuff. Great. That is that is great. When I saw your videos at the first, I I studied to buy. I made like a project with my wife to buy a espresso machine because I left two espresso machines in my uh -huh. country. So when I came here with no money, I I made like a project with, with my wife to study like which one should be right. the one, right? So and I started to research in in uh, by YouTube and I saw your video and that was a kind of um, well I, I I told my wife well this seems to be the one but it's like a kind of complicated but seems to be like a support in the web you know a lot of resources in in the web about around the La Pavone. Mm -hmm. so it's like a kind of nice and I started to love the the community mm -hmm. so one of the the things we have uh, Juan Jimenez uh, in this podcast and one of the things that I told him was like uh, I feel like this is like a part of my family this group of um, Facebook because it's like a I, you know, if if you post something, everybody is like uh, nice with you, and uh, the rules of the groups uh, doesn't allow like uh, something out of context. So that is nice, and I I found in you like a coffee father, and I told yeah. you that in, in a message because you are so kind with your recommendations, and you know if. I recommend 100% uh, to the people that they want to start to make their shots de la Pavoni and I recommend 100% this group because they have a lot of support there so um, it's a kind of cool and, and we have right now a huge community and I love the community so um, and also, I, I invite all the people to join uh, if they have like espresso machine or like a lever. And so that is why I create this uh, podcast to try to do it also in Spanish, because in my country, we, we don't have like, a, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, La Pavonis mm -hmm. over there, but we have a huge Italian community, so they know uh, what we are talking about. So tell me, Bruce, um, how many coffees do you drink per day? Uh, two. I usually do a pour over in the morning and a espresso after lunch. Maybe do two. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you avoid a lot of caffeine in your system, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't need a lot of caffeine in my system. It gets me wired. So I don't usually drink anything after one or two o'clock, any caffeine any coffee after that time i know some people have different systems i don't i can't okay yeah. great and do you use the coffee for something in a specific 
like when you drink it at in the morning um do you have like a kind of ritual around the coffee yeah well i i keep changing that up in the morning the the afternoons when i do my lapavoni deal so that's when i kind of practice okay. things and everything in the morning i'm doing aeropresses uh, pour, uh b60s chemex um you know any kind of and recently i bought a um one of those kind of uh, what they call them those ones that where you can you can actually brew first and then you open up the valve on the bottom uh, oh yeah 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 I, i saw those yeah yeah, yeah i bought like, one of those to try one of those out because i like brewed coffee I, i like brewed coffee a lot um and i try to make it strong i like a good strong coffee and i made kind of do pseudo macchiato by just a little bit of foam over the top of it just to seal in the coffee awesome. flavors so i can drink a little longer but yeah i have my routines in the morning and i have my equipment i i keep upgrading my equipment little by little i it's funny you know i said i wanted to make cheap coffee but i probably spent more money on lapavoni machines than i i could have got the $2400 machine that my friend bought originally you know with all the other stuff i bought <laughs> Okay, and what kind of um, like um, do you have a specific roaster that you prefer? I don't. I, I I I try new roasters probably every month, if not more often. Um, I, I have a fallback. I always like Intelligentsia uh, analog black cat espresso blend. You know, it's it's kind of a medium roast. Medium to medium dark, and okay. uh, I, I do lighter roasts on occasion, but I I don't like the bright flavors as much as I do a more chocolatey, okay. you know, thick. And what what is your preferred one? Like which I one use I use espresso with you know with my uh, current pour overs. I use espresso blends in those too. So, okay. I, I, I try. I try. I like to try new things. There's too many good roasters in the in the world oh, yeah. not to try things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried the 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 blue bottle espresso blend. Yep. I love it. And then then I tried the Doma. Oh my goodness! What a flavor! They have like a balanced flavor for this place, a Carmelita, uh, something like uh -huh. that. Wow, I love that coffee. You know, you, you yeah. and I will both like Bird Rock because I, when I go out to San Diego, I go up to Bird Bird Rock and have a coffee up there and bring back some beans and, you know. Yep, Bird Rock. I love the design and the concept of Blue uh, Bird Rock. I love because I used to surf in my country. So, uh -huh. yeah, I, I have a roaster I bought two oh. years ago that I've never used yet, just because there's too many good roasters. What? Too much to learn from other places yet. Yeah, that is my thing right now. Um, I was attempting to buy like a micro roasting uh -huh. to to do it here, but then when you saw those roasters here, they are professional. Yep. They are passionate with with this thing, and I said no. I <laughs> I don't want to, you know. Um, You know, I prefer to to go with the experts right. and uh, try nice coffee. Yeah.
So we have yesterday I interviewed um, a guy from Mexico. He's watching us right now in Facebook Live. He his name is Javier Alejandro Flores Olmos, and I discovered him in Facebook through a post he made about um, uh, he he designed he made his own roaster like with the um, ceramic uh, cattle and put it something there and blow my mind when I saw that in a kind of nice color uh, even evenly roasted and I interviewed him yesterday and wow that is amazing I want to try that coffee I don't know if he can send some beans from Mexico some some roasted beans from Mexico to see what's going on and uh, right now, Bruce, let me tell you, uh, I discovered a new culture in my country because in Venezuela, back in the before 50s or before 30s, uh, when the oil industry was discovered there, uh, we used to produce a lot of good quality coffee. But then with the oil uh, boom, uh, we, we stopped uh, that production. and. Uh, Right now, they are starting, you know, again to do a nice production of a specialty coffee. But guess what? I cannot buy it. I don't know why some restrictions. So it's a shame. But I want to, you know, try a different coffees uh, monthly, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's really good to do that. Then you find out what you like, and what works, what doesn't work. I just found out recently, and I mean, everybody probably knows this more than I, sometimes I just amaze myself what I learned, is I was doing two pour overs with two different beans, because usually I use the same bean, but my wife wants a decaf right now, so I use the black cat uh, decaf. And it's a dark, a little bit dark. It's not that much darker than what I'm doing, but I have to grind it so much coarser with my niche than uh, with... Um, you know, than just a regular espresso or regular pour over bean. I'm just amazed. Otherwise, it just it clogs up on my pour overs. So it's just making yeah. little stuff like yeah. that. You go, really? So I got to move the dial every time. So I have to dial in the different coffees, even for pour overs. Yeah. Well, uh, tell me something about um, the niche. Uh, how how can uh, the well like me for example like how can i find uh, f because for the so much um most of the people maybe don't know the that we need to regularly make some maintenance in the grinder so what the what i love about the, the this grinder is the it's so simple yep to make it's, it's yep. amazing and so i love because of that because i don't have uh like the knowledge or the time to deal with you yep. know a grinder so this is so simple that makes you know like i i spend like five minutes to do the regular maintenance yeah some people don't even maintain those you know because it doesn't take much um <laughs> Yeah. You know, I wouldn't recommend that. You know, I, I do mine every few months or just when the wind hits me. But, you know, it's a single dose, almost zero retention grinder. So 
you know, when you stick your beans in, you measure your beans ahead of time, you stick them in and boom, you, you know, they come out about the same amount, very little retention, and then you're ready to go the next time. So you don't have to deal with stale beans the next day. Uh, you know, if you're doing a pour over or something or bigger, you know, thing, you might have to run it through a couple of times just to get the quantity. But it, mm -hmm. and to work on them, I've been in communication with uh, the inventor and his son. They just, uh, I want to take one apart just to see what's on the inside, but there's really not much to it. It's a toggle switch. Talk about retro. It's a toggle switch to turn it on and off. And there's no automatic shut off or anything. There's not much to go wrong in those things. And that, that is a British design and it is made in China. Right? They're made, the original ones they made in, they were made in China, assembled in England, and now they just have them all assembled in England and shipped back, or in China and shipped to England, you know, to, to distribute throughout the world. But they do have a couple of, they have, do, do have a Chinese distributor, the same company or connected to the same company that manufactures it. They distribute it in China. So, so yeah. Yeah. I bought the, the disc, I bought the disc and I saw when, uh, in my shop app <clears throat> when when you tracked the deliver was from China and it was like like amazing. Yeah, and, and tell me where, where the people can can find this product here in the US? Well, there is a, a place called, I think it's called Slow Pour, they're out of Texas, but uh, they really, the company still Uh, you, there's a markup when you buy them here in the States and there's not that much of a markup on them. So you can actually buy them cheaper through England, through the Indiegogo site. Indiegogo. You know, even, they're using Indiegogo in demand, they call it. So it's just a fulfillment center. So the whole idea of crowdsourcing is gone, but they, it's just, a, I mean, because it's already passed, you know, these are in production. There's over 12,000 of them out there already. You know, they're really hepped up. They're they're selling these things like hotcakes. You can't get them for a month or two usually. But um, yeah, just go to the, uh, they also also nichecoffee.com.uk, I think is their website. So you can put a niche coffee into, and they'll take you to the Indiegogo site when you want to buy it. So okay. And uh, about the La Pavoni, where do you recommend here wow. in the U.S. To buy um, the La Pavoni, the Europicola, or the Esperto, or uh, whatever. You know, there's there the distributors out of uh, New York. Um, I think it's oh, I can't remember the exact name right now. Uh, I tend to buy. I tend to buy. The espresso. Go ahead. The espresso. I bought, I bought mine. Yeah, uh, I have a, I have a guy out in Oregon that, that he, I first started with him when I got my um, La Pavoni, uh, Stefano, Euro, um, Stefano, yeah, Stefano, yeah. EspressoCare.com. He's an Italian and he knows his stuff and he gives great support. Prices aren't always the cheapest, but um, they're good. They're competitive, and, and the support you can't buy the support you get from him. So that's out of Oregon, and that's he'll sell machines too. So I think that's where you bought your machine through my recommendation. I think they drop shipped it from New York directly to you. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. But I tend to buy used and machines. I have seven or eight of them right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm afraid of that because I don't. I don't deal with uh, fixed. I don't have a like a yeah. background.
want to fix things. Yeah, I got it. Remember, I, I respect that a lot. I don't want to make uh, a bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the damage, damage something yeah. because I'm a kind of weirdo, like wacko with my hands. My hands are big and. Uh, I tend to destroy the things. <laughs> well, the other thing about them is there's like four generations of group heads, and you don't you have to know what you're buying. So that's where it's really good to join our group first. You know, it's uh, yes, you know, Lapavoni manual lever espresso machines. I think is the name of our group. I mean, and you know, ask ask a question about what to buy because there are different recommendations from different people. So you've got a great machine. Yep. You've got a wonderful machine. Yeah, I'd like to have one of those myself. It, today. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> I saw, uh, recently, like uh, two weeks or three weeks ago, uh, some some of um, some guy from our community, they published um, rubber neck for for the neck, like a oh, it's an, actually it's made out of Teflon. It's uh, it's an isolator. Oh, and do you recommend that for for mine your machine needs it less than the earlier models i think i think if you do multiple poles like if you're doing 10 or 12 poles you know you're that would be a good thing to do it's always it's fun to play with if you want to play with it but you also have already a plastic sleeve inside uh and you have a big heat sink on your group head so you don't necessarily need it to stay high okay. temperature as much Our, our Gen 3 and, and Gen 4, your set of areas are, you know, Sperto, yours is, okay. is, you know, Gen 4. Those are pretty stable machines in general, more so than the older machines. So, okay. but you can, you know, okay. they're, they're fun to play with. In fact, I'm going to yeah. ask him to ship me a bunch of them so I can send some out around. So I'll let you know if I get any. Well, right. Yeah. Right now, uh, my wife uh, makes like aware awareness. And she told me if you if you um, if you uh, stay like uh, making more grace to your machine, I'm gonna <laughs> apply for divorce. <laughs> Don't worry. As long as you make a good coffee for us, you won't divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, Mrs. Mary Jane, she enjoyed the coffee. Yeah, she enjoys cocoa and coffee. So I, I do them both. Have you tried the cocoa tea? I do. I buy nibs out of California, and so I, I do those in a French press. Great. And then I uh, put. Have you tried the Venezuelan cocoa? I have not. I need to try some. Yeah, let me tell you something about the our production over there was uh, the Swedish. The, the Swedish they used to have a lot of uh production over there in one of our beach over there chihuahua is one of the best uh, places in the world to produce cocoa because you can uh, uh, use like seven different kind of cocos in the same place wow And that is famous because of that what's yes a, what's a beautiful The name of the beach is Chuao. It's like C H U O. Uh, it's the okay. name of the place. And that is in Venezuela. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful beach. It's amazing. It's close to my town, but you cannot reach the beach 
through vehicle you need to go in boat or walking like 17 hours through the mountains to get there is beautiful beautiful and it's it's better the thing that is not um place to go in the vehicle because that way is not crawling and not not, yeah it's better that way um yeah it's and it's beautiful i i went there twice walking through the mountains oh my goodness beautiful 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 it's a nice experience so well thank you bruce for joining um you are a honorary member of the republic of the cup of the cup republic thank you so much for joining us and please um faith uh, t- tell us a, a, a word say a word yeah say like something to dismiss the the, the conversation or something like that like a quote or something it's always good talking to you eddie it's good it's always i enjoy helping you when i can and our exchanges and it'll be fun to watch this thing grow thank you thank you bruce and say say hi to mrs mary jane and hopefully i'm gonna edit this uh, this podcast and and it's gonna be soon um available soon okay okay no ready Did you understand? Did you understand my English? Your English is better than my Spanish, that's for sure. Of course, my Spanish is non-existent, <laughs> so it's a little bit there. My French is better than than that. So, but you're oh, parle oui, français. Oui. Oh, comprenez monsieur. Oui, ça va très bien, merci. <laughs> oh my goodness, great! We can practice. I love. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll start texting in French. We'll Facebook chat in French. <laughs> Great. I have some friends from Haiti uh-huh. here and they are teaching me some Creole. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it is fun. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Ross. Okay, take, take care. care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Mr. Bruce. I consider Mr. Bruce like my coffee father. He is now our ambassador of the Cup Republic. So if you like this uh, episode, just click in the following link. And you also can follow us through the webpage. It's www.larepublicadelataza.net. There you... You can see uh, all the links uh, through the social media like Facebook, Instagram, uh, Blogspot, and also these uh, podcasts. See you soon, guys. Thank you.